In a world of fog, clarity has become couture. Hey there, my name is Lindsay, and you're listening to the official Clarity Couture podcast, where we deep dive into clarity cultivation, aligning to your soul blueprint, and ultimately mastering your mind. Your body is a vehicle for your soul, and your thoughts are the GPS for your reality. This is why it is so important to drive yourselves well. Once you master your mind, you master your life. Hello, my beautiful humans, and welcome to Clarity Couture. I'm Lindsay, and thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for being here and taking the time to be present with me and share this space with me. I appreciate you. So today we're going to talk about 12 different things that you can do that will help you stay in true alignment and authentic creation with yourself. As you guys know, I am a facilitator for authentic creation. That is such a huge passion of mine. And that's actually one of the main focuses of my program, the Content Creators Authenticity Key. Really quick, I just wanted to remind you guys that I am offering 10 more spots to 10 more amazing content creators who are looking for just a little bit of extra support and accountability and a whole lot of new perspective on what could be considered a very old game for you. And if you feel kind of burnt out, you should check it out. I think it might be just what you're looking for. All right, so today we're gonna talk about 12 different things that you can do to stay in authentic alignment with you. So the first one, I think a lot of us were taught by our parents, and that is, if it feels wrong, don't do it. Sounds simple enough, but how many times in your life have you taken the time to do something didn't feel right to you, but you were following some sort of societal protocol on how others expect you to behave. So you went against your better judgment and did something that didn't feel right for you. Nine times out of 10, it doesn't feel great. We end up resenting someone else. So how do we stay out of that? We don't do it. If it doesn't in our hearts feel right to us, just don't do it. It's just not worth it. Number two is one of my favorites. Say exactly what you mean. Say what you mean. It can be easy to fall into a narrative of what another expects of us, but not only is that not being fair to us, but that's not being fair to them. How can anyone else actually grow if you always roll over to everything that they expect? Do you want them to grow? Do you want what's best for them as well as yourself? Say exactly what you mean. And that kind of rolls into number three, which is don't be a people pleaser. If I can say anything to you, it's this. Nine times out of ten, people don't know what they want. So they'll place a narrative onto someone else telling them who they think they should be because it's so much easier to point the finger at someone else rather than to look inward and heal your own problems. And a lot of times that's where we get ourselves in trouble. When we stick our necks out for someone else and they don't thank us or they don't even acknowledge it. Matt Kahn said something really hilarious and it was when you do something for someone else and they don't acknowledge it, and it really upsets you, and you feel really just terrible about it, that's God, source, your higher self, punking you. (laughs) And I laughed. I I cackled a little bit. I cackled. (laughs) It was, uh, It was an eye-opener because I was always someone so run by my ego. And so like, I did this and I did everything right. And as a Libra sun and moon, I'm so about that balance and that fairness. And so when I would feel slighted, 
I was younger, especially, that would be where I would go. And so when I heard that, it was a really nice way to lighten up something that I have struggled with my most of my life. I no longer struggle with that, but for a long time a better part of half of my life. I struggled with that. So it was a really nice kind of guilty free giggle. And I wanted to share that with you guys because I know that I'm not the only one that has struggled with that. And maybe some of you are struggling with that currently. So I just thought maybe I could share and give you a little laugh. Like, you know, there's, you're such a genius. You're punking yourself. Like, you know, where you need to have, you know, the chair pulled out from under you, so to speak. That's also a terrible saying. I don't like that. I don't like doing that. But it's pretty much a great analogy for what it feels like. You know, it feels like someone punched you in the gut. You're like, wow, I just gave my heart and soul. So don't be a people pleaser. And that will stop you from ever, ever having to deal with that. Number four. Number four is so important. And that is trust your instincts. Trust your instincts. Your instincts are not going to steer you wrong. Because your instincts are based on a a myriad of variables that do not rely solely on a fear-based reality of experiences in the past. But your instinct is that natural animalistic form within self that never can truly be turned off. So when you have an instinctual feeling, you always follow it because those times that it doesn't, those are the times that it truly matters. And I've been somebody in a place where being only reliant on my instinct was what kept me alive. And it was always that innate, and it's almost like a switch. And I pray that no one ever has to be in a situation like that. But if you are, there is an innate indoor switch that goes on and you'll be able to say things and do things that you never thought possible because that instinct switch was turned on. And if you don't trust that, it can be detrimental. So one of my all-time favorites is trust your instinct because that is what will get you through some of the most daunting of times. Number five, my clients should remember this one. Never speak bad of yourself. Never, ever. Not once. Because what you say, you believe. And if you learn how to speak to yourself in a tone of intense knowing and you're positive, positive, positive for a little bit, it's all good. And then your overall habit, the habitual negative thought processes come through, that can be detrimental because you could begin manifesting all of those negative things quicker than before you knew how to hold a high vibration. So the one rule you always want to follow is you never talk badly to yourself. Never talk down to yourself. Never once. Never ever. Six is never give up on your dreams. I can't tell you guys how many times I lost people in my life that couldn't see a vision that was meant at that time only for me. When you think about the way humans can get inspired, sometimes it's only meant for one of us to see, and it's only meant to be our vision so that all the other factors can come into play. So if you're unable to hold a vision for your dream, hold on to the vision of what that dream will do for others and understand that sometimes, and it's usually through those toughest times that you want to give up on your dream that the most breakthroughs with self happen. And it was in those times of feeling so down because you felt like you'd never reach your dream, that you had that personal breakthrough. And that personal breakthrough was the authentic key you needed to create for your purpose. And that requires you to hold your vision and to never give up on your dream. Seven's one of my favorite. Don't be afraid to say no. 
Now, if any of you know Libras, when we're younger, we can be quite the people pleasers. We want everybody to get along. We want everyone to have a balanced and fair chance. Most Libras. I'm a double Libra, sun and moon. Got more Libra in my chart than that, but those are two prominent signs that work kind of hand in hand. You guys know anything about astrology. So the things I struggle with, and I struggled with, I no longer struggle with them, was people pleasing and wanting to be accepted and always being the black sheep and always being the weird one, and always being the one that just said the things that you didn't say at the wrong times, and just I was the awkward, loud. I wasn't just awkward, I was loud. Like, the the more awkward I felt, the louder I got. So I was quite the commotion when I was younger, and I became quite a people pleaser. And it wasn't until I was bullied pretty badly, I think it was eighth grade, where I didn't go to school. No, it was seventh grade. I didn't go to school for, like, me maybe four or five full days of seventh grade because the kids were so bad. Now, little did I know that I was 5'8 in seventh grade. (laughs) I had blonde hair that was naturally blonde and it would naturally bleach itself out to lighter blonde. And I had green eyes and I was pretty tan. I didn't know what that meant. I just knew that I was really skinny and all the other girls were quite a bit bigger and even the boys were bigger. It was just a very different situation. And... I was bullied on the opposite end of the spectrum where I think a lot of girls would have been in a different area, like the popular girl. I was bullied for those attributes. It's crazy. So I grew up hating the way I looked. I grew up hating my long legs and my blonde hair and I hated everything about myself. And I did everything I could to please anyone. And that meant never saying no. Because if I said no, then I might lose out on that opportunity. I might lose out on somebody liking me. And I couldn't handle that because that was just all I got was all the time was just look at her. She's so weird. Look at her clothes and her just everything. I stood out like a sword. <laughs> so after years and years and years of that type of peer kind of abuse, I grew what you would say a very tough skin. And learning to say no became my superpower. And one of my clients has begun to say no, where she would normally say yes. And as she said, it's so empowering. I feel so empowered. So if I can share anything with any of you, learning this over and over and over again, as if I didn't already know this, and I'm seeing this with the clients that I'm working with, saying no to someone else is saying yes to yourself when it doesn't feel right. Because I've had other videos where I'm just like, okay, saying no to them is saying yes to yourself until that becomes a crutch to hide, okay? So if you guys have heard that video, there's a difference here because saying no to someone else to say yes to yourself because what they're asking you to do doesn't feel right to you, that is a powerful move. That's a powerful play. And so many people let that one slide by. So many people give their power of saying no away. And if you do that, I just want to challenge you to try to say no three times where you would normally say yes just to please someone else. Three times. That's it. It doesn't have to be in a day. Try in a week. Try in a month. And a month. Do a month. A month is not that much if you think about it. A week might be a lot. But a month, no. You're cool. You can do a month. You can do a month. I got, I can see it. You got it. You can totally do a month. Number eight. For those of you who are on the opposite end of the spectrum, don't be afraid to say yes, okay? And this goes back to the number one rule. If it feels wrong, don't do it. Your decision to say yes to something or no to something should never ever hinge on if an external human place thing 
will come back to you. It should always hinge on that feeling of what you're deciding on gives you. And whatever feels the best to you, whether it's a yes or a no, is what you need to choose. I found that there are yes people and no people. And that goes to the mindset thing. Do you have an open mindset or do you have a closed mindset? Are you growth mindset? A lot of yes people are usually growth mindset. So if you have a hard time saying yes, look at where your mindset is. You don't have to unravel the whole ball of yarn. Just go far enough so that you could pull yourself a little bit closer to that understanding. You don't have to do 20 questions that stress you out to the point where you want to puke because you're diving into things that you've been hiding. You don't need to do that. Number nine is be kind to yourself. And that kind of sums up all of the the eight before that, right? It's being kind to yourself. These decisions that you're making with an authentic truth to yourself is being kind to yourself. Number 10 is my favorite. One of them. Yeah, I like them all. Let go of what you can't control. Oh my God. So many things just got easier. The best example that I can give you is I used to flip out. I think partly this was because my son's dad didn't like socks that didn't match. <laughs> I don't know. It was a tick for him and I loved him so much. It was a very young love. You know, he's cool. What's up, dude? But it was very young love where I was just like, oh my God, I don't, I don't want to upset him. So I would stress out. This was not something I ever did before I met him. Now that I'm thinking about this, I would stress out on finding socks that matched because <laughs> he didn't like it. He just he made him twitch. It was funny. It really was. <laughs> so one day I just decided I have a newborn and I can't find any fucking socks that match. This will never bug me again. And I picked two socks that were absolutely mismatching <laughs> to this day. <laughs> I never wear socks that match. So that was like a rule that I set within myself that immediately made my life so much easier. Can you imagine having a newborn? Moms, listen to this. Newborn. And I'm spending a ridiculous amount of time that I could have been spending for myself, like eating breakfast, sitting down, you guys know what I'm talking about, or, you know, taking a, a 10 minute longer shower while I had the time, I would spend that time looking for a sock that matched. <laughs> yeah, your girl. So that is a perfect example of letting go of what you can't control. I have a newborn. I need this time to myself. Here are two socks that don't match. One is an ankle sock and one literally is a thigh sock. We're living with it. Let's go. This is, this is where we're at. Number 11. Stay away from drama and negativity. You'll notice the more that I talk with you guys and bring this up, if you're scrolling through Instagram or Facebook or wherever it may be that you have to spend your time, there are specific people that have an inability to focus on anything but bad things, right? So now this is not negating some people, sometimes people just have a bad fucking day and you got to talk about it. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about those people that literally are comfortable in chaos. And so they focus on it. They focus on it because that's where they're comfortable. They have this really cool thing on Instagram where you can like press the mute button <laughs> and you can still follow them. You can still give them that follow. I could still support them, but like away from the negativity. You can still give love without having to, to drain your energy by dealing with what they need to put out because everyone's kind of coming into that anyways where they're awakening and they're getting out of the negativity. And it's really beautiful. Everyone's coming. It's not like you can't sit with us. It's just some of them are taking longer to eat, okay? It's like everyone's in the cafeteria and everyone's going to be there anyways, but some people just eat slower. Like I'm a slow eater. Sometimes I'll leave my food out all day and then go back to it. It drives people insane. It's hilarious. So just find a way to avoid the negativity and drama. A lot of us are still in lockdown. You don't have to be around all those people at work that drive you insane. Bask in that. Bask in that gratitude 
gratitude. Find the gratitude for that there. And, and then set an intent every morning to choose only positive thoughts. And number 12 is love. Love, 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 love. Just love. Number 12 is love. You want a good life? Love. You were hurt by somebody? Love them. Somebody hurt you? Love them. Somebody did something fucked up to you? Love them. 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 Love everyone the way you want to be loved. Fuck how you've been treated. This is in high school. This is in 2005. Fuck that old paradigm. Love them. 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 Because when you love them, you're loving yourself. And when you're emanating that love, even to those that most people would view as somebody against you or somebody that they shouldn't love, that's so powerful. Are you kidding me? So wait, you're telling me that you just told me that you hate me. You hate my guts. You want nothing but failure for me. I love you. I know. I know that's hard to understand, but I love you. I love you. I love you. And the more you'll tell them that you love them, the more uncomfortable and upset they'll get because they don't know how to love themselves. So you have to teach them through your own love for them. Like the way someone could come at you with nothing but hatred and anger and projection of whatever they may be going through. Love them. It really is love them. We don't turn the other cheek. We look directly at them and we love them love them. And that's the 12 steps that I have for you to maybe just try to live by because I do and my life is authentic to me. And it doesn't matter what other people think because nine times out of 10, they don't know what they want. So they don't really know what they're looking at because their perceptions of things are skewed already. They're basing things off of ideals and assumption through a skewed mind versus a beginner mind, which is just open to whatever is seen. If you allow things to show you, they will always show you the truth, but you have to let that come to you. you. Cannot come into a situation and have a predetermined notion or narrative because you won't see the truth. You'll see what you're determined to see. And you don't know how you could be hindering yourself from greatness or growth or love or friendship or all of the above. So if I can remind you of all of the stuff or just one in particular, it is love. So today's affirmation is one of my favorites. Shout out to Matt Kahn. And it is, I am the light, the light I am. 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 Remember, you have the ability and the choice and the power to choose the light or the darkness. Both are necessary. One just usually feels way better than the other. All right, guys, please like and subscribe. Remember that your body is a vehicle for your soul. Those thoughts become the navigation system and what you're thinking is telling your GPS where to go. Choose those thoughts. Drive carefully. I love you guys. Namaste.